Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of March 5th through March 11th, 2012. Vulnerability activity rose late in the period when Apple released large security updates for Apple iOS and iTunes that covered dozens of vulnerabilities in those products. Other highlights for the period include security advisories and updates for Google Chrome, Adobe Flash Player, IBM Tivoli and DB2, Research in Motion BlackBerry and Playbook, the Linux kernel, and Ruby on Rails. The CanSec West Pwn to Own and Google Ponium browser hacking contests were held during this period. Pwn to Own frequently identifies new vulnerabilities and weaknesses in the major browsers, and this year was no exception. The Google Chrome browser was compromised with a new unknown vulnerability, and Google quickly released a new security update to correct it. Other browsers will likely have new vulnerabilities identified too. Users are advised to update their browsers and enable auto-update features to ensure browsers have the latest updates. Microsoft released the Security Bulletin Advanced Notification for March 2012, announcing six bulletins with one bulletin rated critical by Microsoft. In Microsoft Threat Activity, proof-of-concept code uh, was identified for the Microsoft Windows Win32K.sys kernel mode driver. IntelliShield also reported an increase in intrusion prevention system activity related to the Microsoft SharePoint Server cross-site scripting vulnerability. Arbor reported that the Apache Killer vulnerability exploit has been identified in the Armageddon Distributed Denial of Service attack tool. The Apache Killer vulnerability was reported by IntelliShield in August of 2011 and impacts multiple products that include the Apache HTTPD server. The exploit has been included in other exploit toolkits, and there are updates available to fix the vulnerability, but these fixes can be difficult to implement and may require some system administration tracking and adjusting to set correctly. The U.S. NCAA College Basketball Tournament begins on March 13, 2012, and continues through April 2nd. The tournament includes games that occurred during business hours for many areas and are widely available on streaming video from multiple websites. Because multiple users may be viewing the streaming video simultaneously, networks could experience congestion and high bandwidth usage. Organizations may consider providing centralized viewing or advising users on limiting the viewing of the streaming video tournament games to avoid network issues and possible additional expenses for bandwidth usage. IntelliShield published 106 events last week, 40 new events, and 66 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the physical risk management category. A German television show presented a demonstration of how it's possible to smuggle bottles with thermite through the body scanners that are used at multiple airport security checkpoints. The demonstration has since been repeated and videos uploaded that show similar weaknesses in the systems. Objects were carried through the security checkpoints and were undetected by full body scanners. Full body scanners are deployed at many airports, but the effectiveness is still questioned by many. 
The German TV show may not have represented a real situation at the security uh, checkpoint, but it certainly raised some doubts. Israeli security officials have stated that they don't believe in the effectiveness of full-body scanners and prefer profiling and obligatory interviews for all passengers. Generally, security can't be achieved by only technical means. Security is largely a societal issue, and many aspects can't be addressed by technology. Full-body scanners may be faster than conducting an interview with every passenger, but they're not a panacea. Any security measure, technological or otherwise, has limitations, and people operating the systems must be aware of those limitations. Appropriate risk analysis, together with combining technical and non-technical measures in a layered fashion, is the only way we can achieve the desired level of security and keep security systems usable and practical. And next, in the legal risk management category... The U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation arrested the suspected leader of the LawSec hacking group that's believed to be responsible for a wide range of Internet attacks. Hector Xavier Monsager, who goes by Sabu, was arrested at his residence in New York in June of 2011. After his arrest, Monsager reportedly began working with the FBI to identify other members of LawSec and Anonymous. Following reports of this activity last week, the anonymous group reportedly launched attacks on the Panda security and Vatican websites. The arrests and latest attacks are likely only the latest round in this ongoing activity. Additional arrests have been executed, along with the previous arrests across Europe and South America, that indicate the loosely organized group appears to have been comp deeply compromised. Looking at some of the early details of the tracking, identification, and the arrest of Monsiger, it, it should be noted that despite the highly technical nature of the groups and internet attacks, it appears to have been the human element that led to their compromise. Previous members of the groups have, who have separated from the activity but maintained personal connections with some members appear to have assisted the FBI in Monsiger's identification, leading to his arrest and to additional identifications. This activity demonstrates that, regardless of the technical sophistication of a group, business, or organization, criminal or legitimate, it's often the human element that's the most vulnerable, frequently compromised, and impactful. The latest arrests are unlikely to reduce the risk associated with attacks from these groups. In this week in the human risk management category, Penetration tests performed at the behest of an unnamed U.S. bank revealed the relative ease with which the testers were able to gain access to networks in the bank's branches. Posing as electrical technicians, they installed a small, innocuous-looking device with the consent and occasional kind assistance of personnel, including a branch manager. The devices then ran a suite of tests against the branch network and reported the results back over a secure connection via mobile phone networks. The test was terminated after four successful attempts by the testers. The blending of social engineering and small, unobtrusive objects proved to be a potent tool to test the human aspect of security, as well as more technical issues. This particular device can be purchased with a decal that would lead the casual observer to believe it's part of a print network or an air freshener, complete with the word fresh, cleverly printed below an innocuous, seemingly green-friendly icon. 
But what's most noteworthy about this story is the relative ease with which the testers could gain access to the bank's networks, including hardwired Ethernet connections. This is an excellent example of results that are possible when multiple techniques are used to gain access to important assets. Even if the device had been unwieldy or emblazoned with hacker module on it, uh, the friendly help of the bank staff might still have allowed the penetration test to occur. Firms should always consider that access can be gained through multiple vectors to ensure both the efficacy and scope of a mission. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, Booz Allen Hamilton sponsored a study by the Economist Intelligence Unit that ranks G20 countries in terms of their ability to protect their economies and infrastructure from cyber attacks. The index weighs countries according to four criteria, legal and regulatory, economic and social, technology infrastructure, and industry applications. Users can adjust the weighting of each of these criteria to gauge the impact of each on the outcome. In almost any combination of weights, however, the top five and the bottom five remain the same. The top five include the United Kingdom, the U.S., Germany, Australia, and Canada. The bottom five are Indonesia, Saudi Arabia, India, South Africa, and Turkey. The index boasts glitzy, interactive qualities, but is difficult to interpret visually. Moreover, the outcomes are not at all that surprising. The value of this index, particularly if it's maintained and updated on an annual basis, may lie in its ability to name and shame the cyber development laggards among the G20 nations. Put a different way, it may encourage emerging G20 countries to make structural changes that will help them improve their rankings. Other indices already play this role effectively, such as the Transparency International Measure of Global Corruption and Bribe Paying, and the Open Net Initiative's Ranking of Government Internet Filtering. One more observation. The definition of cyber power presented by the authors has nothing to do with offensive capability and everything to do with a country's ability, regardless of its size or economic resources, to leverage its human resources to create a resilient, dynamic economy. It is tempting to hope that cyber power will be seen increasingly in this light, but information security specialists might also appreciate a ranking that keeps tap on the ability and motives of nation-states to launch offensive attacks. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.